0: So uh, I was talking with Arana a couple of weeks ago about you know, discuss, uh, no, making a talk about how to, to use D3.js, uh, but I'm, I'm using it uh, uh, in kind of pre-processing at BBC for um, some maps, and I use it you know, on other situations. And the annoying thing with D3 is that it's very hard to say, no, what's the proper way to use it because you can do so many things uh, with it. So actually I ended up in, in discussing no, how I actually use D3.js, and, uh, actually, discussing how how can I actually you know manage with the thing that I don't actually know it. It's just if you read the source code, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just, it's just like you know that guy wrote the light post wrote something unbelievable there and it works. And actually, this is what I'm doing. I, I'm I'm using it for some things. It works. I think I understand. Like at three in the morning, things are, are kind of clear. Sometimes things are working and. After I deliver something, it's perfect, it's nice, and then, I don't know why it was like that. And I always discover that I'm getting better remembering. I, no, it takes less nights of, you know, of doing the same things over and over, and I, I, I actually know, observe that I, what I'm actually doing. I always go to the same documentation, the same tutorials, the basic ones, because this is the first you you usually forget, the basics. And I uh, always uh, read on, uh, on the mailing list, I, I randomly read various problems just to, to get an idea of what's happening. Uh, it's impossible to, to keep up with the D3 mailing list. In the past two weeks I was away, uh, there were only like 380 uh, messages only. You just, you just cannot follow what's, what's happening. And uh, because in D3 it's so simple that you have to draw everything, you have to draw everything on paper first. Because otherwise you don't know what you're trying to draw. <coughs> So uh, as I was um, talking with um, other colleagues uh, uh, at BBC and in the My uh, Mozilla Fellowship, uh, uh, the problem with understanding D3 is that it looks sometimes like jQuery, no, but it's not. And the problem is that you have the selection which is kind of similar. You have the data mapping which is the, the nice wizardly part. Uh, the enter and exit queues which are something which is, uh, I found it very hard to, for some people to understand. And then you have to do SVG, everybody dies, because you know, everybody does know HTML5 and SVG is XML, or if you want to do other things, you don't know what's happening, CSS doesn't work the same way, and uh, I hope the next talk will detail stuff like that, because I don't know them, actually. It's a pain. So, instead of you know, trying to cook an example, I, I, was, I was planning to do something very complicated. I, I managed to get uh, the corpus uh, of 1984 by, uh, book, Annotated, so I was thinking no visualization on that. It will take me probably another two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of uh, hard to deal. with. So just uh, up, let's i uh, trying to explain one of the easiest things and what I found that people got problems with. So you have no uh, D3, which is you know, the no library when you load it. No think of no jQuery selector. You just select uh, something and you do apply style. You change stuff. You can select you no know, one element or select all of them. And for that, no, it's very easy to start confusing with jQuery, and can do stuff like that. But the magic starts <coughs> happening when you actually select something and you map it to data. And the nice thing in D3 is that when you select something, it doesn't actually mean that it has to be there. It's a rule for something to be matched to. And then you map that thing to data, and if that, no, it has the, if you have like no that number of uh, six paragraphs, all those paragraphs will get, will get the, uh, the, no, the font size uh, back to uh, those numbers. But if you don't have six paragraphs there, uh, what's happening? So it, that's the problem with the enter and exit. And then, as you know uh, most of the uh, visualization frameworks and D3, a lot of people claim that it's not a visualization framework, it's a data document uh, framework. Uh, most information frameworks are, uh, have a concept of, um, uh, of a scene you have to render and you have a scene graph, or all the objects that are on the scene and you render, then you have properties and you access them. And if you want to do some change on the scene, you have like the actors that have to enter the sta- stage and uh, they have to exit. And is with the issue with, with the selection. When you do a selection in D3 on, on, uh, on, uh, on something in the page, you'll get that selection and map, and map- to the data, you get actually you know, three uh, uh, three uh, selections, three three parts. The things that are already there, the things that are not supposed to be there anymore because they don't match to the data and you probably want to remove them or animate them, you know, flashing out of the screen or something. And the so things that you have in the data but are not yet on screen and you want to, to uh, somehow display. So you have to find a way to append those elements. And actually, you no. Know, you know, if you take the simplest example, you should just talk only about HTML, let's say paragraphs, no, you have like all the paragraphs in the page. So you select the body, you select no, uh, all the paragraphs under the body, um, and you map them to the data. And you do something, you put a text, whatever. If you have more data than paragraphs, you'll have it to enter, so you actually, will, you can append other paragraphs which actually do use, um, uh, uh, which on the data and the paragraphs which are not, if you have more paragraphs on the screen than the actual uh, data, you can actually remove them. And think that you actually can have, like, no, don't think of the data being just an array, just think of uh, a JSON, something complicated. And those can have, I know, they are mapped uh, by position uh, and the order of selection, but we can you have you know, a function to specify what's the, um, how to match the identifier from the uh, data to the actual element. Could be the ID of an element, could be the set of, uh, uh, of things you have to compute on and position and all like that. And actually this is all it does, the core data part. It just determines what is there and is <coughs> okay with what you have and you maybe want to update something, what should go and what should be uh, introduced. And based on this, all the examples on MD3 are based around this and it looks so simple but it's, also in, it's always impossible to do things properly because if you... Go out of, you don't have to do paragraphs, you don't have to do the normal HTML, because HTML is just only squares and block elements, whatever you want to do. You know, with CSS you can make around the columns and stuff. But if you want to draw other things, uh, you do the same, you, know, you select uh, the body, you append an uh, SVG element in this, uh, this case, instead of depending on, on div, and you have all the attributes, uh, you, know, you make a chart, you have the width or length, or what you have to select, and then you have some data. And for that data you append, uh, some rectangles, and you have to compute those as uh, if I want to make a bar chart. Now, the problem of uh, appending something in HTML versus appending something in SVG is that SVG have to say what it is. Think, think like uh, absolute positioning. Like everything will be just uh, superimposed, and you have to start computing things, and you have to uh, uh, think what's happening. You have to scale elements, and uh, and it's just madness if you're if you trying to do something that has much more than uh, a simple uh, uh, set of bars. But one of the problems with SDG is that the part of being a nice web standard that works on most modern browsers, which I don't think is, no, Explorer 8 doesn't do it, only 9, right? Yeah, which is another pain. Uh, not, nevertheless, uh, D3 doesn't actually work pretty well on uh, lower Explorers. I get very strange errors only just adding the library to a page, not even using it. And uh, there were some uh, work around I'll, I'll come back later to that. So the problem is that if you want to do any kind of visualization, and what you draw on paper, if you want to draw some bubbles and stuff like that, you have to know SVG, and you have to know how to compute those things from the data you have. And that's the, the power and, and the, and the, and actually, you know, the, uh, the most terrible thing about D3, it's not like you just drop data there and it works. <coughs> Uh, one of the thing, uh, uh, I naming mean this SG and beyond. Uh, one of the problems with uh, SVG is that it's not supporting all the browsers. Uh, it's very nice. it's scales very nice. When you have an iPad, you can actually zoom, and you know things are there. You know, it's no no problem. But sometimes you just want to try other things, and I, I think this example. Uh, and I'll try to find. Okay, what is the uh, so, this is a canvas with D three. What's actually happening? It's unbelievable. Actually, it's using D three to write, you know, as it actually some custom uh, XML in the, in the DOM with some objects there? Font hmm? So it's actually now creating. Uh, and it's not full screen because what is my. So the idea is that what, what D3 did uh, uh, as opposed to other, other f- frameworks, it doesn't have its own syn graphs. The DOM is its own SYN graph. So you cannot, uh, you can parse that with D3 and do any other things. Like I, I'm using <coughs> graph files sometimes with D3. Uh, but if you want to query something in the page and align to data, some, that thing has to be in the DOM. So actually in this case, in this example, it was actually creating some XML in the page with one display, it's like some elements there, and then iterating somewhere over there and actually drawing the, uh, drawing the canvas. So the idea is that also in this case, the DOM is your database, that actually is queried by D3 and updated by D3 and something else it's listening to that or it knows at a specific time to, to, uh, to query what's in that DOM uh, sub-tree and uh, draw it on canvas. Which is a very interesting uh, idea in, uh, in having a way to combine the tree with any other libraries. Now sometimes you cannot draw anything with SDG, sometimes you have to use canvas mixed with SDG. Okay, and I'll also uh, move a bit to show this thing. This is, uh, you've probably seen the show reel made by Mike on V3. It's just, it's just scary. So, when you see something like this, you just cannot believe that it's doable. So, it's the same data, and mm-hmm. it just changes layouts and <coughs> things. And it's all in the same page. So yeah, so, let me repeat. So it's actually, you know, it's, it's doing all these kind of visualization styles, which are known as examples. And it's, it's, it's all, you know, if you have like one night and enough caffeine, <laughs> and you, at around 13 in the morning, you, you'll be sure you understood it. Trust me, after you sleep, you'll forget it. <laughs> so it, it's, it's so annoying. Uh, to try to, uh, to work with D3, because no, things are so simple, you just select, enter, exit, you just change some shapes, you m- m- move some SDG things around, and they should work. And I was, uh, what is my presentation? So, that was this example. Actually, you can actually know, use DOM as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as, uh, DOM as database and all other things. So a part of just uh, enter, exit on this kind of data mapping, which you can use with other visualization libraries you really need. No, and part of the selection, events, transitions, all the things that you have like in jQuery and stuff like that, you have command separated value parsing, which is good because a lot of people cannot give you data in any other format. You can make scales and uh, have uh, uh, interesting you know, uh, mapping of the range of, like, no, uh, my visualization like, no, is it's 600 pixels, but my scale should be like in between this number and this number. How do I make some ticks and stuff like that? <laughs> and uh, no time formatting and stuff like that the geographical parsing for geojson is very good on doing stuff and the layouts which are uh couldn't actually not get into them as how they actually work so that was that example changing layouts on the same data so how actually you can find more examples now if you go to the d3 site you find the classic examples you have documentation which is uh just api documentation it's it's good when you know what you're looking for. Uh, the mailing list is quite active, they have a lot of examples, and they publish a lot of examples in uh, as, uh, GIST in uh, GitHub, and they are wrapping them with these site blocks, which actually uh, takes those things and put them in an iPhone and they work. And I found it's much more easier to try to, to search on Google uh, for whatever I'm looking for, about the D3 in the kind of, you know, the part of the site, but actually you know, trying to find the same example mentioned somewhere in, in Google groups. So I don't know why this search is better, there's so much more examples you can find. You look at something, you find some API that will do something, you just go and su- search on the blocks with Google, and you find all the possible experiments that they did. So, uh, back how, how actually I'm, I'm using it, so most of the time I have to do visualization. Usually, I have to do maps lately, which is kind of strange and a lot of pain. And you look at the site, and wow, I can do that. It's just an example, just click, just like uh, half a page code. And you look at something, like, it's okay, good. I want to do math. It's just perfect. I take this, I clone the thing, it works on my computer, no problem. And next time, okay, let's change the data. So I don't care about US, uh, United States, states in GeoJSON data. I get uh, from uh, uh, somebody else, I get some data about some uh, UK counties and I put them uh, in in, um, in the D3. I reload the page, the browser may crash sometime, and I get this kind of abstract art. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't know why. Like, and you know, you try again, you look at uh, the debug, you don't know what's happening. And then you look at something, like, oh, this is the data I got. So you take an example, that works perfectly. You just get data, which is apparently the same, and you're just killed with, UK grid or whatever, we invented that. Right? And then you spend like, you no, know, five nights looking for Google a way to translate this because uh, uh, the geo package in, in D3 uh, gives you ways to convert uh, coordinates, but it doesn't give you ways to convert coordinates from uh, EPSG, whatever it is. So you find in the end that uh, there is a project for JS that does conversions. But again, they don't have the conversions for, uh, for UK grid anywhere. So you find those individual you know, equations for the conversions in various Google groups. You plug them in. You create a D3 geopath. A you write your own conver- uh, conversion function that you have to pa- uh, pass it to that. You have to actually you know, put some magic numbers to scale down somehow, because otherwise you get like, you know, uh, too many pixels you know, in between uh, uh, things. And then you render the thing, I, you, okay, map is upside down. And then you just, I, know, I don't know why, I don't know what's wrong, I'm just going to subtract the y from the height of the, gra- of the map, and just, I just keep the image, and it works. <laughs> and this is actually, no, no, you start with a simple example, you get some data, and you just, you spend one week in something completely unrelated, because it, that's a data problem. And that's the pain with things like this. And then, no, everything is nice and work. What about Explorer? No, I have to support Explorer. Right now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in, uh, in this kind of my uh, Fellowship and I'm in place at BBC and I have to do some maps, right? And I have support from Explorer 7 up. And uh, D3 doesn't even parse properly in uh, Explorer 8 and so on. But I found uh, on uh, GitHub, uh, strong Riley GitHub the link there, the guy actually you know, took an older version of D3 that was not giving you any errors. Okay, you don't have SDG. No problem, you don't have SDG in uh, Explorer, but that D3 actually works. And actually, it's using Raphael to draw shapes. And Raphael you know, uses uh, SDG in, uh, uh, in the browser that knows SDG or in VML is a browser that knows uh, uh, in Explorer, which is not issue. And based on this, you know, forked the project and, uh, you no, know, haven't slept for a couple of uh, Days, uh, and I can actually you know, take uh, that, uh, that map and I actually you know, render it with Raphael and work on an Explorer. Of course, you, know, you get all the script errors, like it's taking too long to load because you have too many points and stuff like that. So you have to find ways to uh, you know, set timeouts and all kind of you know, things. But we still get you know, a very strange problem with Explorer because once you use this, you have to use in the D3, which is very old, like you know, 2.0 at best. And some things, as we exa- find examples, won't work anymore. And it's kind of strange. So, what I was, uh, so in this case of message, what you're doing, no. if you normally, you, how can zoom into this? <laughs> uh, no, I can zoom the other one. Okay. So, the idea is instead of, instead of selecting the, uh, no, doing the normal uh, D3 select, you actually use the RF file to know, uh, and you know that, you no, know, what you're using, basically, your XML. And you uh, you select the thing you want to do, but you actually instead of drawing with D3 uh, SDG thing, you just use Raphael paper object and uh, write something with that. And you do the same. You use D3 to load the JSON. You do all the data binding and all the data map conversions because you that's good at. But the actual drawing of the shape, we just do it with Raphael, and it works. Now you can load things like this with random colors, and and it works. Uh, in the uh, Explorer. So it's very nice that we should use it in any kind of other rendering libraries. Because in the end, I can use D3 to query the VML that Rafael has in the page because that's a DOM. I'm just querying objects in the page. Now, the problem is that it's not, it seems, no, it works, but it's not very maintainable in the aspect. I know it's using all the version of D3 and they're not going to support it further for, the, for um, whatever is happening. So uh, the next thing I was, I was uh, playing was like, how can I use D3 in in pre-processing, in pre-processing, to stack the commands I will use Raphael and then use those with uh, Raphael in uh, Explorer without loading the 3 And that's actually what I'm currently working on uh, for what I'm doing at BDC. <coughs> and quickly other, no, uh, no, all the other good tutorials that are much better what I, I told are in this uh, list and I'm going to uh, uh, this presentation and post somewhere. And the idea is that you have to, if you want to use D3, you just have to focus on uh, one example and you build on that. Just, you just cannot read the API and hope that no, uh, knowing all the possible things, you know something's happening. And some, most, the hardest thing you have to learn is SDG and not the actual data manipulation with D3. And will you learn that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so. Yeah, so let me try to show you uh, an example of what I'm playing right now with. So the problem is that I want to use. So I actually, know made it kind of you know, simple. You know, the code is terrible. It's just an like, experimental. Uh, uh, it's I'm using a code mirror no, it's like been loaded in one page. So I actually was able to you know edit things and uh, then try to uh, not uh, try to run them. So in this case, I was loading with d three um, Joe JSON and. Uh, separately I was loading SDG with a uh, uh, plugin for Raphael uh, SDG. So, you know, you have, like, uh, the map and uh, the counties as outlines on Joe Jason, loaded with G3 and passed to, to Raphael. And the outline of the country, uh, counties are actually, you know, in, um, it's SDG separately and they're not actually mapped very well. And the problem was, I know, I was trying to actually know, to build a way for these two uh, what I'm drawing to Rafael, not to use D3 anymore. So, I was actually creating, um, I was using the command pattern to wrap the commands to, I uh, was passing to Raphael, and create actually a command stack, which looks like um, something like this. So like no node, uh, draw path command, the ID of the county on what paper, Raphael paper I was drawing, and the actual uh, SDG data that I was uh, getting from uh, from D3. And I was actually being able to, Undo things if I can. actually come on, up. Ah, I want my space on screen. Okay, Okay. So I would be able not to, to trim or you know the, uh, the part in between to understand what's happening and stuff. And uh, since I, uh, I I'm uh, was building this uh, to be later tutorial. I was trying to, you know, to find a way to explain how they actually know things are happening. You know, I have the, the county, the, the country uh, shape before, and then it the things behind. And one of the ways to uh, be very easy to uh, to uh, to show things would be like, no, why not rotate it? And no, it's still working. And I can see the index changing. And it's just like no, nothing happened here just by no, CSS rota- rotation and changing all the z-indexes to a translation on, on z, and everything, uh, on the right, and everything works. And you can actually see that you know, the label is it's under the map controls and uh, stuff like that, and it's still not working. And that's how I was playing lately with, in a way to actually export, come uh, on, that's nice. Uh, a way to actually, you know, uh, understand all the, all the elements and I'm, I'm trying to draw it, I have like, several papers in this case and I'm using D3 to draw that and I was using kind of slider to, to... this was what I was playing lately and unfortunately I haven't had time to package it nicely for today to show something but it will be probably available in a couple of weeks and I think is all